to level 25 of the Sandbox Gamers Podcast. We're back. We're back from our week break. You missed us. We're back. We appreciate it. Thank you. We're your video game podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about what we're playing and what's in the news. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. I'm your co-host with the most, with a little more tan this week, Wonder Rob, coming at you live. Well, semi-live from Southern California, and on the line with me are two of my best friends in the metaverse. The amazing Arizona man, Vactor. Yeah! And the Texas Tornado, Jeff W. Texas sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm the Nacho Libre. The Mexican mofo. Hey, who wrote this? <laughs> Vector wanted this is, you so bad to like hear you say those words so badly. I what I get for not reading until the last second. I'm the Mexican mofo. Um, I'm actually European and Mexican, so Mexa Mexa European. If this was a video Ooh. podcast, they could have seen your mask. Yes, I. Well, the reason we were gone last week is two things. Number one, I was on vacation. I went to Cancun, Mexico, Ooh. where my Spanish doubled. I can now say <laughs> gracias and buenos tardes. <laughs> and Jeff W., well, I don't know what excuse Jeff W. had, but he was gone too so if there were two of us out only one of us couldn't make a podcast that's what i'm saying Mm -hmm. essentially but we're back and that's what's important this week and you know what know what you can do to help us celebrate being back you can give us a five-star review yeah on apple podcasts and you can leave some kind words because if you do we'll probably shout you out on the show last i checked we have seven reviews who's gonna give us lucky number eight huh is it gonna be you Ooh. Kevin, yes, it is. It is going to be you. So thanks, Kevin. Or you can also review us on Spotify. Spotify lets you review podcasts. No written reviews, just stars. But give us some stars on Spotify while you're at it. And uh, you, Jerry, can give us a five-star review on Spotify. So thank you. And you can do do it all within the apps. It's so easy. It's easier than ordering takeout on Postmates. So just do it that way. All right, so we're your video game podcast. If by some strange coincidence, this is your first time listening to us, well, let me give you a quick breakdown. We talk all the latest and greatest video game news, and then we have a video game news lightning round, as it were. And then from there, we talk about all the games we played this week. This week, including Spider-Man Remastered. One of us finally beat Elden Ring, Vactor, and a few other games as well. But before we get into that, we do a little get-to-know-you topic. That way you can follow up with us, the co-hosts of this podcast. It feels like you're friends with us. It's really a bonding experience for you, the listener, with us. And like I say every week, I never, ever, ever read these questions ahead of time because I don't want my answer to be tainted. I like to to hear the questions for the first time just like you. So here it is, me reading this out loud cold for the first time ever – this week's Get to Know You Vidgets topic. What is your all-time favorite soda to drink while playing video games? All right. Uh, I'm going to take this one. I'm going to take the lead on this one. That way I don't have time to think about the answer. You know your boy is a fan of the Mountain Dew Baja Blast. 
I've said I've said that on this podcast before. I'm pretty sure, actually. Very rarely, on occasion, it's like the McRib, Jeff. Every once in a while, they'll bring the the Baja Blast to cans or bottles, and when yeah. I happen to come across those, you know, your boy yes. scoops them up. Actually, my wife not too long ago saw that they were on sale on Amazon and she bought boxes <laughs> of Baja Blast <laughs> from Amazon and this big heavy box came and she goes, it's a present for you. And I held yeah. it and I was like, what the heck is this? A gun rack? I don't even <laughs> own a gun, let alone to necessitate a whole rack. But I opened it up and it was nothing but Baja Blast and so she earned the best wife ever. Oh. So for me, when I need that gamer gaming energy, the gamer fuel, it's got to go Baja Blast. That's just how it is. Uh, I but, was hoping but, you'd ask your you? wife if she was mental when you opened the box. <laughs> <laughs> I mental? told her, get the net. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jeff? What's your favorite all-time mm, drink? Uh, preferably you know, soda. But yeah, you know what? If you got a different drink, it's fine. I know if you if you like yeah. the Jose Cuervo or whatever. Yeah. Oh, well, we're going <laughs> we're gonna to stick with uh, pop here fellas uh you know i if i had to say because there's there's levels to this as well so like not only do you have i would probably if you just had to like gun to my head it might be just you know a regular old coke but i would probably take i think i would take sprite probably overall like if you just had to give me one but there is something about a McDonald's Coke. I don't know what they do to it. I don't know how they, what they do to the, I assume it's just some kind of syrup. I don't know what McDonald's I read about this, what they do differently. Hold on, let but me look they, it up while you say it. Yes, but they do something in particular to their drinks that make, and, and, and I do like fountain drinks more. So if we're going to go with like actually special, I would probably have to put the variation of that in. So for me, it's probably like a McDonald's Coke for number one. Ooh, here it is. Let me give you the, the deets yes. real quick. Yes. This is this is from Google, straight from. It says it all starts with the packaging. Typically, restaurants get their soda syrups in plastic bags, but Coca-Cola does something different just for McDonald's. They ship them in stainless steel tanks. The material what? keeps the soda fresher, mm. and they also attribute it to wider straws, giving you more of the flavor. Mm. So a fresher flavor and more at once. Yeah. So that would have to. There is like like, you know, and I'll you know obviously I would drink like a bottle or a can, but there's just something about the fountain Coke from McDonald's that is that hits a little bit different. Um, and then I I would also I guess. Rob stole my thunder a little bit with the Baja Blast, but yes, Baja Blast is, you know, Baja Blast is good to me, but I also don't, I guess none of these I drink a ton. Like, I don't drink any of these every day, so they're all kind of, like, special to me a little bit, but, like, Baja Blast probably more so because I'm, I, I think I've bought bottles of that before. Uh, I might have bought them when they were out this year, but, um... Typically, it's just a Taco Bell thing, obviously, right? Like, it's like, mm -hmm. all right, I'm going to go load up at Taco Bell tonight, and I'm going to get that fucking Baja Blast, and then it's going to be real good. Um, so I would say if I had to rank it, if you're going overall, Sprite would probably be my number one. 
if you had to give me any, if there was no choice between how I consume it. But if I could consume a fountain drink, it's Coke or a Baja Blast for sure. Those are easy. McDonald's Coke, easy, easy number one for me. All right. What about you, Factor? My favorite drink of all time from when I was a kid until right now. Thousand Island Dressing. That was my favorite food. Yeah. <laughs> but my favorite drink is, I'm a beer man, boys. Uh-oh. A root beer man. And oh, yeah, yeah. specifically, it has to be A&W root beer. I'm a root beer connoisseur, as it were. I've tried all of them. I'm going to say Dad's Old Fashioned Root Beer comes close. Number two, but that A&W, there's something about that brown can brings back core memories of when I was a kid and drinking on my dad's lap, drinking that root beer, A&W. And they used to have... Or go ahead, sorry. They used to have A&W restaurants around here in Chandler, Mm -hmm. and they closed them. I had a, um, it's like a, like a drive through where they would, it was, or it was like, you know, they would come out in roller skates or whatever. Oh, like yeah, I, yeah. They had one of those back home, uh, in Ohio. Yeah. Did they do root beer float? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was like root, it was like a root beer stand or whatever. Oh, I sh- I'll find a picture for you. Hey, I'll show that's what we you. should open up over here, yeah. boys. Let's, yeah. The let's problem is, a- is if it's back in Ohio, there's a lot of crackheads around it now. So you're, oh, you know I mean? You man. might get your car oh. parked that's and stolen. the Coke tastes so the good in Ohio growing up. Yeah. I don't know why Jeff is so worried. N- crackheads notoriously have tons of extra money to spend. I mean, you know, well, <laughs> that's not true, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> got him. We got him. <laughs> you know, I, I every, you know, every time Wagner answers one of these questions, I forgot that I've I've heard these answers at some point, and then they're always like off the wall for me. I'm like, because Rubeard to me, Rob, I don't know about you, it's kind of like. Hey, here's all of our options to drink, and and then we have root beer too. If you want, if you want that, it's here, you know. And I was as a kid, I would always look out for the root beer at the fountain. If they didn't have root beer, I was like, uh-huh. this place sucks. <laughs> root beer is for me usually like a last resort drink, mm-hmm. unless. But I do go through root beer phases on occasion where I'm like, where I have happened to have a root beer for whatever reason. I'm like, that was pretty good. And then I just keep drinking it for a little bit, but that, that comes and goes, mm-hmm. uh, sort of like Jeff. So Ooh. got him. I got yeah. it. That's for the Mexican yeah. comment, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. White All right. People suck. <laughs> but, uh, I, I'm going to circle back to something Jeff said that I personally for the Baja blasts or all sodas in general, prefer the fountain that's my go-to over Ooh. cans yes or over bottles plastic bottles mm-hmm. oh and i want to tell you something just real fast i learned something about soda while i was in mexico did you know uh well you know that i like diet coke i said that's my preferred drink when i'm eating food so i ordered diet cokes plenty of times but it turns out in mexico regular coke is well the mexican coke like you all know with the cane sugar diet coke is american coke (laughs) oh wow okay (laughs) and they call it 
Coca-Cola Light. It comes in the same can. Oh, wow. What? But okay. as soon as I cracked it open and drank it, I said, this is not a Diet Coke. <laughs> this is a regular <laughs> Coke. And then I tried a regular Coke, and I said, this is the cane sugar Coke. Oh, so man. I thought that was a very interesting, uh, a very interesting thing. So just so everybody knows. Uh, but what about you, Vactor? Are you a fountain drink guy, or do you prefer it in the can or the bottle? I like all of the above, but what I do actually prefer nowadays is those ones that give you all the options when you go. They there's those digital screens, mm-hmm. and you could pick oh, like whatever. Oh, like in the Wendy's. Yeah, yeah, they have them, they have them at the movie theater. Yeah. Oh yeah, they got them everywhere now. Yeah. But I always choose whatever the wildest combination is. All right, I'm going to have an orange Dr. Pepper with a Kiwi Sprite. Like, whatever <laughs> mm. the craziest flavor is, that's what I'm doing. And flavor that you'll never be able to buy in the store. That's the one I'm doing. I believe that's called a suicide. Ooh, I like those, too. I used to do that when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> That but seems I like, like such 80s mall that yeah. I knew Vactor would probably be Which doing. I also like grew up I in. <laughs> but I like all of those. I like the bottles. I like the cans. Um, I like the fountain. I like all of them. All right. Well, there you go. What's your favorite soda to drink while playing video games, everybody? Why don't you tell us? Leave us a, a review and let us know. Or, you know, wherever you find us, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're, we're all over the place pretty much, except for Facebook. <laughs> so I don't know why I said that. <laughs> But if you happen to find us on social media, links in the episode description. Oh, or leave one, more, one more thing. There was a video game called Root Beer Tapper. And I used mm. to love that game because it had root beer in it. And I said, this game is for me. So I used to love playing that. <laughs> all right. So it's time to move on to the main event here, folks. We're going to talk all the latest and greatest video game news. Now, Vactor, you may not know this. I'm talking to the listeners, not you, Vector. Vector scours the internet. He hunts down all the latest video game news that we need to be discussing, and he compiles it for us, and he brings it to us on a fresh, hot platter. So, Vector, thank you. And what you got for us this week? Yeah, this week I had to combine last week and this week's news, but most of it went into the lightning round. Um, But I wanted to focus on a couple specific stories, and this one is for Jeff. And Wonder Rob. Yes. Elden Ring's story no longer makes you invade other players' games. Mm. They rebalanced PvP PvP players' most hated tricks. Uh, This is the patch 1.06, which came out um, on August 9th as we record this. And it added a new way to advance the quest of White Mask Vari something that previously involved using the multiplayer system to invade other players' worlds. So what do you boys think about this new update? Was that something you were you were clamoring for? You know, I know you ran, I ran into this a couple of times in my playthrough, so maybe there was a quest line that doesn't require you to do this, uh, or that wasn't required, so maybe I ran into, like, a side thing that, you know, you don't have to do to finish the game. Um, but yeah, these were my least favorite things in the game, probably. When I have to, uh, it, I love, and I think Rob also like, you know, and I, you know, Vector, you probably see the memes when the games come out. They're like, like some of the charm of the uh, from software games are like, hey, here, you know, 
here's the messages players leave. They tell you to jump off the cliff. Uh, there's a hundred messages to jump off the cliff at the beginning of the game, you know, uh, yeah, uh, all that stuff. So, like, I appreciate that, like, level of, of multiplayer in the games. But I don't like being f- thrown into this where I have just some asshole who's just played so much of the game, like, just randomly jumps into my story. It was... um. It's reminiscent of um, when Metal Gear Solid Five came out, and of course Kojima's wacky ideas were like to you know you're in the middle of your story, you're in the middle of this game, you're like, especially in Elden Ring. I mean, Rob knows like you're like fighting for your life at every turn. It feels like, and you just you know you're like finally I'm I'm done. All right, let me go progress this quest. Let me run over here to do this, and then to like drop me into like some random multiplayer thing um is not not something that i enjoy so less of that to me is better i think yeah there's plenty of instances where you're running into characters invading your game a lot of scripted events of course i played offline for the Mm. the vast majority of mine because i didn't really want to have to deal with that and other reasons of course but I know that you run into that a lot, so I'm curious if the for the scripted events, if that's always the an NPC coming at you or if people are taking these mm-hmm. roles. Um, right. But there was also an instance before when I was just playing it on the PlayStation 5 where somebody invaded my game and just wiped the floor with me consistently. And then eventually somebody else joined my game on my side and helped me beat that person. So, and I had no idea what was going on. Oh, <laughs> I was just like, I just want to make it from point A to point B. Um, I I had zero interest in invading other people's games. There's a there's a mission toward somewhere in the game where you have to invade, just like the the story says. But I was playing offline, so I I invaded a a fake other person's game in order to complete mm. it. Nice. But it it's not something that I was particularly interested in, so I think good, get rid of it. Don't make people do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm into I'm into the option, single player. Yeah, same. And there's there was funny stuff too, like with the invasion stuff of like a guy. There's like a beginning level when you kind of first get you know your the first like church area out of Elden Ring, like when you get out of the tunnels. And uh, there was a guy he got invaded. He hide you know he killed a guy over there, took all of his armor, and he started mimicking his route. You know, so the invaded player comes in and he can't find him. He thinks he's an NPC and he just keeps <laughs> doing the NPC route and the guy's running around. So there's like, there's things, there's content like that that I, I appreciate. But for me, just in my personal play, I've never any, any like, like for these games, the less online, the better for, for me personally. Oh, there you and go. This patch also reduces the distance of the teleportation, like bloodhound step skill and it buffs the somewhat similar quick step, but uh, makes both less effective if you spam them continuously. Oh yeah, you know I need to hop back into because they I had that uh, like Horfrost stomp that was OP uh, when the game first released, and I'm pretty sure it's weak as hell now. <laughs> um, so I need to hop back in and like try things out. I'm sure my character is like total shit at this point. I would probably have to go uh, respec him. I think. This patch is supposed to help tide players over until the game's rumored expansion. So, gimme, 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 gimme. We'll see about that. 
there's a couple delays that happened while we were away, boys. Uh, I know Wonder Rob mm-hmm. was looking very much forward to Hogwarts Legacy, the Harry Potter prequel game. That's what I got. It's been <laughs> delayed a second time. Um, it will now launch in February of 2023. Was that your Voldemort? <laughs> yeah. No, I stubbed my toe. <laughs> I saw this story about it being delayed into 2023, and I was like, oh, it's finally coming out. I forgot yeah, <laughs> that right? it was coming yeah. out this year. It I just had like sort of five assu- years ago. Right? Yeah, yeah, I had just assumed it was coming out next year. And I was like, oh, February. Okay, that's soon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it got pushed back. Yeah, uh, this uh, 2023, in fact, you can mention the other game here in a second, uh, is going to be a hell of a year i mean like this 20 if, if everything that has been pushed all comes out 2023 like we are looking at like uh 2007 what year did um what the year did ocarina of time come out was that 90? uh 1995 or six no ocarina of time came out 1997 97 yeah so you're looking at like you know a year that might rival those years i just know maybe hold on in my mind, those years, uh, the Ocarina, when that came out in 2007, when Halo and Call of Duty all, you know, Halo 3 came out and Call of Duty changed up everything and made what Call of Duty is now came out. Uh, the amount of games that we are going to get next year is crazy. Was, it just sucks this year, I guess. Let's see. Ocarina of Time. It was 1998. I was close. Okay. Yeah. I th- oh, yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking 98. Um, but yeah, I think we're, uh, it sucks right now, but maybe. Maybe next year is going to be one of the busiest games for, or one of the busiest years for video game releases. And if you want a game to tide you over until Hogwarts Legacy, apparently, I haven't played it, but Two Point Campus is supposed to be pretty good, which is a sequel to Two Point Hospital. The Sims 4 has a high school years expansion pack. Oh, good. Um, there's also a Sims 4 Realm of Magic expansion pack. Who needs Hogwarts? So you're telling you me I have to buy Sims. all this, <laughs> to buy all this shit to play that? Also, Fire oh. Emblem Three Houses. All of these, mm. apparently, I haven't played any of them, but apparently these will hold you over until the Harry Potter prequel game, uh, which comes out in 2023. Another mm. game that got delayed to 2023, which was supposed to come out this year, which I was super excited about, was Marvel's Midnight Suns. And mm. this is from publisher Take Two. Um, this is a kind of a uh, section of the Marvel Universe that is not too mainstream. Um, it's like a lot of the occult magic characters like uh, Doctor Strange and Blade. It, I was going to say, is this a gathering? Is this Is this a Guardians, but like another group of heroes yeah it's supposed to be a sort of tech it's supposed to be a tactical rpg um Mm. that's as much as i know about it but it was supposed to come out this year like october Uh then it got pushed back it had already been delayed once just like harry potter now it's supposed to be coming out in 2023 maybe early 2023 who knows but it's definitely not coming out this year there's actually a a 100 dollar special edition that I was mm. contemplating because you got this special pop along with it, but I don't know about that, boys. Is this is this a video game only thing, Vector? I mm-hmm. guess maybe I should clarify my question, or is this a 
Is this are, are the Midnight Suns like a comic book group? Like where they are they yeah. in the comics and a group mm-hmm. of people? Yeah, and they're all like I'm trying to think of how to describe it. Like if you're into bikers and chains, that's that's what the Midnight Sun. They're like <laughs> oh, yeah, they appeal baby. to those guys. Oh, like if you're yeah. into that Rebel. bar, yeah, down yeah. the street from your dirt. house, Jeff. That yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, if you're into dirt, yeah, <laughs> if you're into this, yeah. <laughs> Okay, but it's a lot of like magic users and uh-huh. uh, a lot of like, oh, these guys are hell spawns. They're so, from hell. Uh, so I, I guess my question is for our comic book uh, kaiju man here: Is this a group of like, are these people you like? You know how like the guardians like rotated characters in the comics or whatever. Like like we mm-hmm. you know the mainstream is gonna know them as your Chris Pratt you know group whatever, but they they eventually change you know roster basically. Is that similar here, or is yeah. this just like okay? So they could yeah. Be there's been a bunch. Of there's been a ton of uh, people. And Midnight Suns is actually spelled S O N versus the game is S U N. So why oh, they blades on that? the cover? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's see. Blade, Wolverine, uh, Ghost Rider, Man Thing, Morbius, like Doctor Strange. There's a ton of people that oh, yeah. um, go back and thing. forth okay. between. The Midnight Suns, uh, Werewolf by Night. So if those names are familiar to you, the, these are the type of guys that we're looking at. And, th- and think also like early 90s Ghost Rider. That's the type of uh, thing that the Midnight Suns not, come from. Not Nicolas Cage? No, not, not that one. We don't talk about that one, Jeff. I love it when he yelled bees in that movie. That was a great <laughs> that movie. wasn't the movie. <laughs> I was about to say I don't think that was that. <laughs> Jeff making a, when he's a wise bees, crack. When he's yelling bees, that's the best part of Ghost Jeff, Rider. Jeff always out here making monkey shines <laughs> yes. on us. But a bunch of supernatural characters. That's okay. the best way to describe Midnight Suns. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. I think there were some uh, references spotted in the Spider-Man remastered for PC, which uh, I think we all got a chance to dip our toes in. We'll be talking about that a little bit later. But somebody went sleuthing around in the files, boys, and they noticed a potential PC launcher for PlayStation games? What? 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 That Um, doesn't surprise me, considering... Because we're coming up on, like, a a good number of them being out, right? Well, yeah. how many are out currently? Spider-Man, God of War, is Horizon, that it? Horizon, uh, yeah, Horizon, the new one, but you know, they they put Last that of Us. Out. Yeah, what was the soon. um? What yeah. was the UPS simulator? Oh, um, Death Stranding. Yeah, Death, Death, Death Stranding. Stranding. It yeah, that's like a Sony thing, but I think they they launched that yeah. not too long after right or was it it might have even been well that doesn't strike me as a sony property but i guess it is yeah technically it was exclusive to their console so they are partnered but like kojima is also partnering with xbox so they're not like actually an exclusive studio that's a weird thing but yes that is also out too um the only thing i don't like about this in fact i guess you can say more about the article in a second but um i am tired of launchers i love it when my games are on steam and uh i think that's how all these are right back to all the piece all the sony games me and you've bought i think we've bought them on uh on steam which yeah, is I don't, uh 
where I would like them to live. I may have bought something on Epic. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it's kind of frustrating when you have to. Fi- oh wait, which launcher is this? Where the g- this right. game opens in what? Um, <laughs> it's like I'd streaming like, services. Yeah, that's exact um, metaphor I would use because if you're thinking, wait, where did I buy this at? There's actually um, a good service that I use, uh, GOG Galaxy, and it you just type in the name of the game, and it'll tell you where you own it. So I've used that many mm. times to be like, oh, yeah, I forgot, because sometimes I'll buy a game twice, forgetting that I had already bought it on another one. So right. I'm like, Jeff, I'd like to just have one launcher. Um, that's That's what I prefer, just for simplicity's sake. But I thought it was interesting that PlayStation is trying to get into this. Uh, yeah. And I don't I don't trust scene. Sony to step in. Like so even the launchers now, right? Even launchers now are not great. So for example, and I've probably talked about it here, uh, it was one of my favorite things about the Steam Deck, how Steam is like built for PC ground up. That's their main concern. So that like their resources are put in here. So like you look at other launchers when you download a game it doesn't use all of your bandwidth like it won't maximize your bandwidth like i want to download a game i have i have gigablast i have gigabit i think all of us might here and it's like we can download games super quick if that platform is able to use our bandwidth and steam is the only one that will do that for me the other games down they still download quick but just never quite up to steam you know Mm -hmm. uh standards and so i feel like this is I feel like Sony's going to put this out, and this is probably just going to be kind of half-assed. Uh, and it's it's going to work. It's, you're going to be able to download a game and install it. But, like, when it comes to, like, you know, mod support, when it comes to, like, you know, just being just the little, like, little features like that, like the bandwidth usage, being able to throttle your bandwidth if you do want to slow it down, you know, all that stuff. Like, I don't even think uh, Epic has that built in. I don't think you can throttle downloads in, in Epic. Like, I don't think I can set... You know, my band, like if I have other people in the house using my internet, you know, and I want to like keep it about half the speed so that they can use it. I don't even think uh, Epic does that now. So um, I'm always, I'm, and this is, so it's not even like a Sony specific thing. It's just anytime somebody has a launcher, I, I hate it. Yeah. Rob, do you use launchers? Mainly Steam for the most part. Um, looking at my, my games right now, I don't think. Nothing on my desktop that uses a launcher, except for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Yeah, but I haven't played that epic. one in a little bit. Um, yeah. So, yeah, usually Steam. I mean, I, I'll buy the game wherever it's available on PC if I want to play it on PC, but I prefer Steam. It's just yeah. easier. And it's on my Steam Deck. I don't want to have yeah, to yeah. install a bunch of gobbledygook hacker nonsense right. to play games well, that, on my Steam Deck. And now that we all have that, that also you know, counts, uh, factors into my purchase too, right? Like if it's good on Steam Deck, I want it on Steam because it's going to be the easiest integration there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then our last news story of the week, Microsoft is claiming that Sony is paying for companies to, to keep the games off of Game Pass. So... Right. This is... An explosive claim from Microsoft. Boop, 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 boop. I wouldn't be surprised. No. But didn't this all stem from Activision and Call of Duty? Like they're worried about Call of Duty not being on their 
platform anymore. Right. They called it, what did they call it in the article I read? Like a, 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 decisive, a, a game that people use to decide their consoles. Like mm. what console they're going to play, what the, where right. their friends are playing. And so yeah. they're like, they're taking this away from us. Wah, wah, wah. And then Microsoft came back and said, well, we're not doing that because that doesn't make any sense. Because why would we take away all these sales just to put them on Game Pass? And you block games <laughs> from people coming to us, actually. That was my reenactment. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I so, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. I'm this sure. feels like it might be a. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they have documentation. I'm looking through the article now to see if there's any like proof of like. This almost feels like something like even if it's not happening on paper, it is probably like, wink, wink. You know, like hey, if you want to do business with us, you know, wink, wink. Stay off of the. Uh, stay off the other guy's platform, or you know what I mean. Like stay off Game Pass. Yeah, off like Game you, Pass. Yeah, like it's kind of like a unspoken, you know, stare down or whatever, you know, agreement between like the maybe two. stray. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, but yes, <laughs> man, we need to just have one service, and mm-hmm. like Steam, just have one service, and all the publishers can just put out their games. We don't have to worry yeah. about these. Companies blocking the other companies, boys. But you know, <laughs> well, this uh, say, sorry, doesn't Jeff. surprise me that much, you know, because like I, th- I think like if you think about it, like when when Sony, uh, we'll just say one E three, right? When they that in twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, whenever the last gen came out, like you know, you would see the effect of that of the popularity of like okay, so Call of Duty all of the marketing and like remember 360 always had all like they get the first dlc and then 30 days later the sony uh crowd gets it and then Mm -hmm. it switched so like i think microsoft must have seen that coming once they purchased that they must have seen like there is going to be a fight about call of duty it would be like having madden exclusive right like i think madden has uh come down a little bit in terms of popularity probably like i don't hear about it as much but like you know, you think about back, back in the day, like if one of them had Madden exclusivity, it would have been, it would have been massive, a massive advantage for that console, you know? Yeah. All right. So that was all of the main news stories that I wanted to talk about, but all of the, uh, quick, quick bites that I still wanted to tell our listeners about, uh, will be in our lightning round right now. Yeah. Uh, the first news story that I wanted to say real quick is that, the latest Fortnite event, and this even got <laughs> Jeff W's interest. This is Uh-oh. the number one meme, right? This is the these are the hottest memes right now. I think. Yes, is Dragon Ball the uh, amazing anime <laughs> slash manga uh, is now in Fortnite? So you slash can hentai. have. <laughs> There's quests, locations, items, and dedicated areas all in the Dragon Ball theme. And the thing that it's tying into is there's a new movie coming out in the theaters this this week on my wife's birthday, as a matter of fact. Yep. So that's why uh, they kind of put it out for this week. But I immediately purchased every single skin because I had been <laughs> saving my V-Bucks and <laughs> just waiting for the day. That this, Dragon this Ball was, Z happened. Yeah. Yes. This was months in the making. So it, 
Uh, I see, was the very memes excited. were the memes were going off with you know Goku with a gun. Like there was tons of stuff before this like actually dropped. And then now my my Twitter feed, if I scroll down it, like it, it's probably not like the first eight tweets, but like once you get to like number ten, these memes start rolling in, and like it's it's things like not only is it like you know Goku with a gun, which like is never in the. I mean, there are guns in that show, but it is never like you know. It's like a security guard has a gun or something, and he just gets trampled. It's like Superman and Batman having machine yeah. guns. Yeah, <laughs> and then I saw an image which I'll, I'll share where somebody had they filled they did they got a full lobby, and it's like this is what Fortnite is, and it's like Rick, uh, Kratos from God of War, Spider Man, Ryu, John Cena, the Demogorgon, Batman, Goku, you know, Joker, Darth Vader, LeBron, like. Like, this is the only game that has all of this, like, weird shit in it. You know, it's like Ready together. Player One. Yeah. yeah, it's like insanity. <laughs> so that, I played a little bit of it. It just came out yesterday, so I played a little bit of it in the morning, but I haven't played a ton. Uh, but I will, because there's actually a specific thing where you, if you collect all seven Dragon Balls, then you get the Dragon Shenron as a glider. So I'm very excited about that. Um, oh, yes, the Dragon Shenron. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the thing Something we all know, yes. <laughs> Something that Rob is excited about. Uh, I got to tell you, hold on, on this subject, just real quick. I don't follow Fortnite news outside of this podcast, so my Fortnite news primarily comes from this podcast. So I didn't know this was a thing, but yesterday when I was scrolling TikTok, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, dozens of Dragon Ball Z and Fortnite TikToks just showing up on my feed. And I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah. It just happened out of nowhere and, and invaded my personal uh, internet privacy. It's probably also, my, my algorithm dumping onto your... The <laughs> yeah, skins right. look, is coming over here. The skins look great, too, because they're cell-shaded, so they look like animation. Oh, yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. very, they did a great job on that, I will say. Uh, something that Wonder Rob is is probably excited about. Remember that Sonic the Hedgehog movie, Rob? Oh, <laughs> regrettably, what if, yes. What if it wasn't Sonic, but it was Pac-Man? Why <laughs> Paku Paku? Paku. And it's going to be Paku. a live action movie. What do you think this about is, that? What? <laughs> <laughs> this is a real news story. What? How? What? How? That's what they. That's probably what they <laughs> what? said about Sonic. No, I could feel like Sonic. I feel like Sonic the Hedgehog presents more of a, a a believable movie thing. Even though the movie, if I had to guess what a Sonic the Hedgehog movie was, it's not what the movies were. But I would have just assumed either a live action version of like the animated cartoon series with cats and other animals, and kids right. just there's like, punching there's each like other. There's like something established there, right? Like, yeah, a big you know, fat it's, cat. It's weird, but like, hey, they did it. You know, you kind of can see it. You What's know, Pac-Man going to be? What <laughs> is what? this? Well, to be fair, they did have a Pac-Man cartoon in the '80s that I watched. So there's mm. something that they had like a world of Pac-Man um, that they could do for the live action. And just don't forget, Rob's favorite, Super Mario Brothers, John Leguizamo, and uh, Bob Hoskins, they can turn anything into a movie, boys. I was literally about to say that. I wasn't going to use that movie, but I was about to say a a Pac-Man movie would probably be as funny or as entertaining as a screen door on a battleship, (laughs) which is like the movie Battleship, (laughs) which just had the name Battleship. (laughs) Yeah, right, so that's right. End of subject. Yeah. 
That's when, something. When Pac-Man talks, what does his voice sound like? <laughs> in the cartoon, you should look up Chris the cartoon on YouTube, uh, Jeff. Um, he just has like a... He kind of sounds like Fred He's, Flintstone. He sounds like, well, excuse <laughs> me, ghosts. <laughs> yeah, they had like a Pac-Man cereal, I remember growing up. There was a whole bunch of Pac-Man stuff. Pac-Man so. Fever, a song called Pac-Man Fever, mm. Jeff. Yeah, they're trying to bring it back. Uh, something they're also trying to bring back is Sonic 3. God damn uh, which we didn't even see the second one. Wait, Rob, did you see this? <laughs> I saw the second oh, yeah. one, regrettably, for the uh, now dead in the dirt geek, <laughs> so to speak, podcast. Um, I wish that podcast would have died sooner so I didn't have to see <laughs> Sonic <laughs> 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 Well, Sonic 3 wow. is coming. Now, didn't they set up at the end, Rob, a uh, uh, Sonic oh 3? Like- I've pushed it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At the end, let me tell you about this. At the end, I can't remember if it was before the end credits or if it was the stinger itself, but a lady comes up and goes to the FBI director or to whoever it is and says, hey, you remember that secret base that we've never mentioned in this movie and this is the first time I'm mentioning it and you know all about it? Well, something's going on there. And then it cuts to uh, inside the secret base and a, a a panning shot from the feet up to the face of Shadow the Hedgehog. When I thought it was going to be uh, Metal Sonic, personally, that's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But it's going to be Shadow. And boy, oh boy, was I in the right theater for a bunch of dorks <laughs> <laughs> when that movie, it, when that happened because they all lost their shit. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Like that's what I get for seeing Sonic the Hedgehog on, on opening night. But no, that Dang. movie's not good. I understand it's a movie for children. Oh man, I'm having flashbacks. I'm having PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which it's is so bad. it's disappointing because Jeff and I saw the first one, and I thought the first one was fine. I didn't think it was the best video game movie, but it was there was some fun to be had with that Sonic. Was, yeah, that was the first movie Vector and I seen when I moved to Arizona. Mm-hmm. I was was friggin' Pac Man. So they put out a tweet. This is the Sonic official at Sonic movie. Question real quick. Did that room smell different when they showed Shadow the Hedgehog? (laughs) Did the scent Uh, change in that room? I'm not super familiar familiar with the smell of cum. (laughs) It smelled like those those trees in the summer. You know know which trees I'm talking about. The white ones. Yep. So they put out a tweet that said that the Sonic... Movie three is going to hit theaters December twentieth, twenty twenty four. So Rob, you only got to live two more years. <laughs> I was hoping that would come out this year. The one thing that didn't get pushed uh, is a fucking Sonic sequel. You know what I mean? They make two in one year. Hard pass. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, a study found that ninety nine percent of Netflix subscribers haven't tried out the games yet. What a surprise! Yeah, I'm I'm in the one percent, boys. They're I'm a one percenter. I would like uh, to announce that I am also in the 1%, yeah. but I can't because oh, wow. I have never oh. played those oh, games. Man. It's just me. <laughs> All right. Uh, Google is letting some players launch cloud games directly from search results. So that's just uh, feeding okay. more into the cloud gaming that I, future that we all know and love. Take us think, to your cloud robot overlords. I think Amazon will kind of do that, maybe, right? Am I tripping? Maybe um, not. Not that I know of. Yeah. But... 
Um, that is interesting. A new Lord of the Rings game is in the works from Weta Workshop. Um, hopefully it's good. Vampire Survivors has a new cheats menu, uh, which I, I really like that game, but um, I don't think enough people are talking about it. Valve is working on some Joy-Con support for Steam. So if you like those little Joy-Cons, which hurt my hands. Mm. What's the point? Might be able yeah. to play it on Steam. Why would I? <laughs> I don't know any games that like are made for the Joy-Cons like that that would be on Steam. Well, I don't know why I would sit Nintendo? it down. I'm going to sit down the Steam Deck over here on the table and then let me get the controller. Right. It has a controller on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though I think this is for like maybe like waggle support or something like with the joy cons. But like Maybe. I said, what game supports that? I guess um, if it's all you have, like if you're a guy that for some reason only has a steam deck and a, and you broke switch, both controllers on it. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason. And you want to like step back and like play from a distance. Maybe, maybe, I mean, I'm, I'm glad they support it, but why? Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, and it's not just the Steam Deck. Like, it's just Steam in general. So you oh, could okay. have it on your big screen uh, or on your monitor, I should say. I guess if you're, if you're emulating, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Meta is shutting down one of the biggest VR games, but only for Quest 1 owners. So if you're a Quest 1 owner, guess what? They're shutting it down. And, mm. and go read the show notes for the game. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> oh, what uh, game is it? <laughs> No. <laughs> Call, of, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 beta is arriving next month, boys. I know you guys are big Call of Duty fans. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 2022 is the name of the game. Okay? There's already been a Modern Warfare 2. Microsoft starts testing uh, Xbox Game Pass family plan. That might be something that we want to look into, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff. Vector's my family yeah. member. And then... not. You're going to be very pleased to hear this, Rob. Your John Deere tractor, mm-hmm. one you use every day, it can now You mean now my prized possession? It, the mm-hmm. one that you drive up and down your stairs in your house. Yes. You can now play Doom on it. So your life is complete now, Rob. <laughs> and that's the it. John Deere tractor that I drove <laughs> to my son's birth at the hospital and drove yeah. my son on that one? Oh. That oh, one, and you can play Doom, your favorite game. So all of these things are coming together, Rob. You can play Doom on pregnancy tests, some pregnancy tests. What? So, oh yeah, look it up, Google it right now. It's a thing, and uh, just so everybody knows, the one game that uh, Vector didn't want to say is Population One. Sorry, Quest what? One owners. <laughs> you getting a refund? Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard of it. That's all it. right. That's the news. Brought to us hot and fresh by Vactor. Thank you, Vactor. Thank you so much. Now we're shifting gears and talking about the games we play this week. And we'll just go down the top of the list. Starting with the biggest one, Spider-Man Remastered, which was just released on PC uh, two days ago as of recording. Um, we've all played Spider-Man when it came out on the PlayStation 4. And yes. I didn't play Spider-Man Remastered when it came out on PS5. I was more... I was more preoccupied with Miles Morales, um, mm, yes. but of course we've all played this game. So uh, let's start with Vactor, the biggest Spider-Man fan here after me. How did you like this game? Uh-uh. And not to interrupt Vactor, I think you had the most 
interesting, unique experience with this remaster. Oh, well, in, maybe. In the platform we'll see. that you played. It's, it's, you know what I mean? Mm-mm. Well, we'll see. It's a competition. <laughs> we'll see. Yes. Uh, it actually came out five days ago as of this recording. We're almost. Oh, that's right. Week. I downloaded it two days ago. Yeah. That's what it was. Mm. Sorry, uh, everybody. I got to say, they did a fantastic job on this port. Um, it looks and runs quite amazing on my PC. Now, running it on the Steam Deck, I found to be fine. It's not, you know, you're not getting 60 frames. You're not getting, like, the highest fidelity. You're not getting 4K visuals. Um, I don't know. I don't think there's any ray tracing or anything. But it runs like you would want it to run. Like, if if you compare it to any other mobile game, you know, out there, it's going to by far be better. But comparing it to having ultra-wide display, having... 4K having 60 frames, or I think it's unlocked um, frame rate actually, uh, ray tracing, all that stuff. It looks better on uh, a high a gaming PC, but I also enjoyed the Steam Deck as well. Um, having that game, having that story, access on a mobile platform, it is fantastic. So I had a good time. I just played the opening level. Um, on the Steam Deck, and I wanted to try it out, and then I played a little bit on my uh, gaming PC. But like I said, it looks and runs fantastic. So they did a great job with that with this remastered. And I think that's like been my most like with all the Sony games, uh, which is always the fear I think for PC. Remember, you remember like like Batman Arkham Knight uh, yes. came out, and it was mm-hmm. terrible. And then like you know, it had a whole controversy around that. Uh, not. To tie a direct correlation, but you know, typically with these like AAA releases, people are nervous about how this is going to run. And like the Sony things they've been putting out have been, you know, kind of across the board. I think Horizon had a little bit of you know drama at the beginning, but it eventually came full circle and you know uh, ran well. So like I think all of these games are ready, God of War running well. was the same way also. Yeah, and, and you know, and I played God of War right at the beginning, and mine, mine ran fine you know i'm sure there was some you know specific instances i'm sure it happened you know for people or whatever but for me it ran fine too there um so it's been interesting that they've been like these seems to be like like serious ports like they're actually putting effort you know into these like running well and looking good i played spider-man remastered exclusively on the steam deck boys Oh, so um, you did have the experience that I was... Okay, I thought Vactor was the uh, Steam Deck boy. Ha-ha! I win! I win I the contest! Never. Rob was not at his PC. No. Oh, that's true. I haven't downloaded it on my PC yet, but I'm looking forward to that ultra-wide, oh, yeah. uncapped frame rate. I'll probably have an, op- an opinion on that next week. But I finally was able to get the game to download over the resort uh, Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, it just couldn't connect to the Valve servers for the longest time. The day before I left, I got it to connect, and I uh, downloaded well, it. It only took five hours to download. <laughs> you, you didn't have to do anything? You didn't have to change region or nothing like that? No. It it was really interesting because when I, when I booted up the Steam Deck initially in Mexico, it was listing the game under the Mexican price point. Mm. which was $999 or pesos. And then it wouldn't let me buy it because it couldn't log me in. 
because it had been in offline mode. Right. Yeah. When I was on the airplane to Mexico. So I couldn't get it to reconnect to Steam to verify my Steam account before I could buy it. So finally, when I was able to verify my Steam account, then the price reverted back to fifty nine ninety nine in the store, which I thought was interesting. Um, and I was able to download it very slowly, but I was able to download it. And I got it on the airplane. I had a five-and-a-half-hour flight back home, and I think I played it for maybe three-and-a-half hours. I said, this is what I'm going to be doing outside of the the microwave chicken that they feed me. <laughs> I'm going to be playing this game. And it, for the most part, in my experience, played really well. It looks like pretty much like I expected it to look on the Steam Deck. It looks good. It's not terrible or anything, but I had to fart with the settings a little bit. I ended up making it... I had everything set on medium. I had the, the frame rate capped at 40, um, which really shined during swinging, but I would notice it drop down to 30 ish during combat um but the problem that i was having is that twice the game crashed on me while i was playing Mm -hmm. it on steam deck and it was once while i was in the menus trying to change the settings and once while i was in the middle of the the first time you're at a construction site looking for fisk's guys oh yeah it crashed in the middle of that and so i don't really have an explanation or an excuse of why it crashed the first time but the second time all i could think of is either it's working too hard or maybe the steam deck got too hot because mm-hmm. it was pretty warm when i was when i was holding it after what after it happened but mm-hmm. it did crash twice but outside of that it was the same game the only thing for me is it took a little uh reworking of my my muscle memory because the oh, yeah. controller layout is different it's yeah, all this. Yeah. It's the same button setup. It's just different positions. So mm-hmm. my memory of playing the game and where my fingers wanted to go were not matching up with what the Steam Deck wanted me to do. But right. I got over that for the most part after a while. And then I didn't notice this on the first game or the first time that I played it when I was on the PS4. But when I was going through the the settings, it has an option to skip the puzzles. Oh. And I was like, ooh, yes, turn that on. <laughs> I don't need to be doing the Bioshock snake pipe yeah. game. I don't oh. need to be doing the wavelength thing from Arkham Asylum. I don't want to do any of that stuff. I just want to swing around. I want to watch the story, and I want to play the game. And every time one of those came up, I was just like, skip. And it would be like, are you sure you want to skip the puzzle? <laughs> like, Even though I specifically selected it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I do want to skip the puzzle. Yeah, stop trying to get me to do these puzzles. Uh, so I enjoyed That's it. Cool. I really enjoyed it. The only downside that I can say to my whole Steam Deck experience is that I accidentally left my Steam Deck charger in Mexico. Oh, Oops. but don't worry, I ordered another one from Amazon, boys. It'll be here tomorrow. Gotcha. And you know, I think me and me and Rob actually in our recent travels both had the steam deck on us and i i'll say i did get the same thing although i wasn't running a game i played mostly skater xl on the plane um and just was you know messing around with stuff uh and i learned from my nintendo switch experience i was like the night before or the morning of or whenever i uh i was like let me put this steam into offline mode here at the house 
And then when I take it on the airplane, it's not going to care. It won't give me as much uh, fuss when I initially start it. And mm-hmm. uh, that worked out really well. So that worked pretty good. I don't know. Uh, you know, I didn't put that through its paces. I was just kind of aware. Because I, I remember getting onto my Switch flying one time, and it was like, nah, you can't play these offline. And it infuriated me. Um, but that was, I think it's because me and Vector like, share accounts to share games, whatever. But either way, uh, the only other thing I would say I noticed during play um, is that those touchpads right below your thumbs, if you're mm-hmm. using the, the joysticks, I found myself, so in Skater XL, the, the up on the D-pad has a function. It, it resets your character. So, you know, say you're doing like some tricks or whatever, and you're at the bottom of this, you crash and you wrecked. You can hit that button. It'll jump you back to where you were. So it's a very useful feature. And it like, you know, it kind of takes over your character, right? Like, so if you accidentally hit that in the middle of something, it's kind of annoying. And I just found my like the placement of my hands on that Steam Deck. I found myself not all the time, but enough that I was like annoyed at myself for like hitting that. Like I would hit the top of that touchpad, and mm-hmm. it would count as up on the D pad, um, and it would jump me, you know, back sometimes. Um, but that was the only uh, only issue I ran into, or just thing that uh, when I was playing, what I thought was like annoying about it. I actually had that problem too playing on the airplane because it was my right hand and the way my hand is positioned and and shaped in size compared to the steam deck is that like the uh the pad the ball of my thumb or the joint Mm -hmm. is sort of resting on that trackpad which hasn't been a problem but i haven't been playing or in the past hasn't been a problem but i haven't Mm -hmm. been playing a, a a game where you're using the second stick to control the camera and right. a lot of times I would be into the game and my character's camera, the camera following my character would be waggling back and forth, almost like Joy-Con drift. But I mm. figured out that it was the natural shaking of the airplane, shaking me and my hand mm. sort of doing a little rub on that and then screwing with the camera. But for a second, I thought I had Joy-Con drift or something similar to it on the Steam Deck. But after, after I lift my elbow off, the armrest and tried playing it i was like oh okay it's the airplane it's shaking me and i'm moving that so uh probably a a problem that's just unique to the situation but something i'll have to remember next time i'm on an airplane (laughs) and i'm playing that and i also uh i got a little bit of uh tmnt shredder's revenge in on the flight in which was good i also got um i forgot the name journey i started journey a little bit And well, I w- had been playing Journey, but I got a little more into Journey, and I started playing Inside. Yeah, also a oh, little nice. bit, which is yes, very interesting. Yes. Um, but I think right now, probably my main go-to is going to be Spider-Man. I don't know if I'll play it exclusively on that because I really want to play with it on my PC and see how, see oh, how yeah. good I can make it. But uh, Spider-Man Remastered was pretty good on the go. Uh, all things considered, it was still pretty good. Yeah. I got a chance to play uh, two new interesting games. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk about is Endling Extinction is Forever. And this one goes really well with Stray. Um, it's Stray, but you're a fox. And mm-hmm. you're trying to protect your three fox pups uh, from harm. And so you got to feed them the whole time. You have mm-hmm. to make sure that uh, you know hunters don't get them and different things. So 
it's a little bit more closed off than Stray. It's not as open in the world. You're on kind of rails and you're on a path. Uh, but I liked it. I, I enjoyed the art style. Um, it was actually, Jeff, while we were having our voice chat over the weekend uh, yes. with our friend, uh-huh. I was playing that the whole time. So oh, it's one of those okay. games you can, you know, do stuff in the background and uh, still enjoy it. Is this so, more of a side angle overall, or do you ever do like that third? Like, you know, Stray's like mostly third person ish, right? Third mm-hmm. cat yes. or whatever. Uh, is it the, s- the screenshots make it look like 2.5D? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, a little, like, like just tilted kind of? Yeah, it's like isometric. Um, okay. And there's certain pathways that you can go down. So you can go like up, or you can go left or right or down. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a puzzle game also. You're trying to figure out, okay, so where do I need to go? How do I get past that thing? Or how do I go up the fence or whatever? So I would I would recommend it. Um, it's not too much. There's a free demo of it. Um, so Endling Extinct- Extinction is Forever. Um, um, quick question, Factor. Mm-hmm. What does the fox say? <laughs> <laughs> that is for, uh, before... All of your times. Do it. Ding, ding, no. ding, when I'm ding, looking at the website on. for this game right now. Under features, oh. I like what it's listed as the very first feature of the game. This is a selling point. Explore devastated environments based on real current issues. <laughs> that's a feature. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a bug. That's a feature. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's a free demo on Steam, and it's $30 um, overall. So I would say it's, it's worth it. Um, definitely just try out the demo to see if you like it or not. Also, yeah. it says survive under features. <laughs> Just the word survive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, it's, I would say it's also very similar to Stray in that um, you get emotionally attached to the animals. Um, and, you, you know, you want to see them do good. So interesting uh, game, Endling. And then another interesting game that I played, uh, which got Wonder Rob's attention, was Cult of the Lamb. Yes. And, there's and two this reasons. I've heard about. This you, Vector, and another buddy of mine are playing a lot of this game. Yeah, there's two um, two things that caught my attention with it. Number one is the art style. Um, there's, it's very like cute animation, and you're a lamb. Uh, all of your followers, because the whole thing is it's all cult based, um, where you are about to die at the beginning of the game and then you get uh, saved by a, a demon and, and then you go serve the demon and then you got to bring followers into your cult and it's all like occult stuff, uh, satanic worshiping and stuff, which is great. This mm-hmm. um, <laughs> guy, great. It's, it just, it just, it's for the just, audio listeners. Uh, yeah. He put <laughs> factor pulled up his shirt and showed us his hail Satan tattoo <laughs> yeah. on his chest. It's it's a uh, a good just juxtaposition of the art style being so cute, um, mm-hmm. and then it's um, now, is it rogue light or rogue like where you? I think both are a term. Okay. Yeah, right. I well, think, yeah, the one where you come back and you lose a little bit of your uh, weapons and stuff, but you still keep most of it. But you, let's say you lose a little bit of your gold, um, lose some of your what? weapons. Yeah, what would that technically be? So it yeah. says Call. rogue lights 
have a heavy focus on persistence and carryover between runs. There it Unlike is. Unlike yes. Rogue Likes. Okay, Light. Yeah. Yes. So that, along with the art style, uh, caught my attention. And it is very fun. I got to say, this is going to be a contender for Game of the Year in the Ooh. in the uh, the 2022 awards um, at the end. I very much enjoyed it, the time. What's that the I what's with the it. gameplay loop that's happening here? Like what? Because it's you and somebody else uh, who I play games with all the time. Probably the two people I play video games with most are both playing this a lot. And I'm just wondering, like, what's where where do you where's the fun like what is this game is it, it just seems the like combat? is it just the, like an animal crossing styled game it's what it yeah. seems like to me i would but say I, I haven't played it yeah it's the only thing i would say is that's similar to animal crossing is like the art style um the oh, actual okay. gameplay itself is all about you're going to different dungeons and mm-hmm. clearing them out basically so the combat is it's like a dungeon crawler yeah, and I love those. So it's like a lot of the elements of the game are uh, things that I love in, in gaming. Uh-huh. So, yeah, the, the gameplay loop is just basically going out and clearing out each dungeon. Um, Looks like you have to feed and maintain. like. Yeah, also you have that. back. At, so all of your followers, you, you'll you um, as you go through, you recruit different followers. Mm-hmm. Once like they're a party? Back, kind of. Once they're back at your home base you have to kind of assign tasks for them. Okay, you go collect materials, you go worship me at this altar, and that gives you, like, essence. Uh, so, like, so. a resource simulator. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you build Dungeon that crawler. up. Interesting. You also got to clean their, their poop because they start pooping, and then you're like, all right, if mm. that'll make the followers sick if you don't clean up their poop. The dad, the dad simulator. You both are <laughs> familiar with cleaning poop. Yeah. <laughs> And then you got to do rituals, and then that gives you different powers. And then you could use that when you're going through your dungeons, mm-hmm. um, different special uh, special moves and power-ups. And then you get different weapons. And then there's tarot cards that also give you just different power-ups and different um, special, special attacks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all of these things come together, I think, to make a, a very satisfying uh, game. I, I'm very impressed by cult of the lamb so i highly yeah. recommend it i bought it yeah and i'll say this is giving me like just what i'm looking at it's kind of giving me like the uh like binding of isaac kind of vibe. not exactly similar but like kind of cultish you know mm-hmm. like dark humor-ish looking yeah kind of stuff. and it's um, it's also um dang i'm blanking on the title but it's the the game where you're uh oh dead cells sorry mm-hmm. uh, it's very okay. similar to dead cells as well um as far as the actual gameplay and then coming back, resurrecting and uh, bringing a little bit of your stuff over. So Cult of the Lamb, very good. I highly recommend. I'm looking forward to playing this. Maybe this will be my Steam Deck game. Yeah, this, I would say, yeah, is this on there? Yeah. This is good on, um, yeah, it's on Steam, so it's on the Steam Deck. Perfect. And then it's also on Switch as well. So if you wanted to get it on there, um, I would I would say all of these places are good. Awesome. Nice. Uh, I had a little bit of a milestone last week before I left. Right before I left, as a matter of fact, I finally, as Jeff would say, saw credits mm. on Elden Ring. I just looked Which up my playtime. Is the only way to judge the end of a game. I know you say it, 
like that, but it's the way you define the ending of a game. I'm just saying. Well, I tend to, not just Elden Ring, but mm-hmm. any game that I manage to get to the end of, I always sit through the credits. I always watch it all from top to bottom pretty much every time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> Sometimes there's something after. Sometimes it also feels like just like a little, even though nobody knows I'm doing this and I'm not like making big social media posts about it or anything, but it, it feels like like a, a silent like nod to the, not of my hat to the developers. So like, all right, I'll sit True. and see how many, how many people are named Smith or how many people yes. on this game I have, have names that I can't pronounce. How many, how many key grips slot. were on here? Yeah, you know, exactly. Um, but I finally got to the end. Steam or Valve, whichever, says that I played 120 hours of this game. Uh, nice. that's, that's quite a bit. And uh, quick spoilers on the ending. Um, I got the bad ending after I looked it up, where <laughs> uh, my guy's head uh, ex- explodes into a big fireball, and <laughs> I burned the Elden Tree down. Elden Tree down. Oh, and, and so your whole world's on fire? Yeah. yeah. And the... Uh, the witch with the one eye and the five arms is coming to kill me. Oh, <laughs> so maybe. I can't really tell you much of the actual story. Same of this Same. because there's the story is all over the place, but I was able to follow it enough that I'm so, at somewhere made the choice to commit to uh, being evil. And I did that. Mm-hmm. I think it comes down to, I found um, the three fingers. I think it was. Yeah. Or, okay. No, four fingers, two fingers. There was mm-hmm. another. There was another finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what the game sounds <laughs> like. There was another set of fingers I found, um, mm-hmm. under the city. I think maybe is where it was in the sewer somewhere. And I mm-hmm. think, and I had to go in there and it scorched me. And I think that's where the the story went. But anyway, beat it. It was fantastic game. Loved it. Tried new game plus and it just wasn't the same. Yeah. You can only experience a, a game like that once, and so I couldn't go back. So I'm very much looking forward to the DLC, uh, if and when it ever comes out. I'm sure it will. And whatever their next game is, and it almost makes me want to go and try their other games because they've made plenty of games that I never tried, like uh, maybe Sekiro. Maybe I'll go Ooh. back and play Sekiro. Modded, of course. Because what did, what did you think about the uh, – there's like a series of final, like – you know what I'm oh, talking yeah. about? The water whale creature that was – just Bullshit. let me tell I you something <laughs> just when you think you hit the last boss of the game they're like actually here's another one and then when you say okay well now i beat the last boss they go well wait 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 hold on yeah here's another last boss and then you said there can't possibly be more than three last bosses and they go hold on hold on hold on you get yeah. this and there's four and the la- the very last one is this giant amoeba uh flying whale uh, sea creature thing that looked like uh, to me i was like what is this yeah and that yeah. fight sucked <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know what the thing about it too is is in fact i know you did see like a ton of this but like most of the time like you get through you go through this intense fight and you just get like a second to breathe and like you're in the final thing and you're like you're playing you're like you know surely this asshole that i just fought there could not be another asshole up these stairs assuredly there is not <laughs> i am done with the game and then you go up the stairs and you go through and you're like here's another asshole 
that is also terrible to fight. And it was, uh, yeah, that the four times that, in a row ramp. It's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, the but those, yeah, that that end, the end is, uh, yeah, is pretty. Uh, I don't like to use the term epic, but uh, you know, I think it's appropriate there. Do you remember which ending you got? All my shit was on fire. My whole shit just blew up. So yeah, I think me and you both achieved the same. Ending. Did your guy? Uh, did your guy have the face that would turn into fire? Do you remember that? No, I didn't have that. But my whole tree was on fire, and oh my! The, my tree was that. exploded. Oh, and there was a okay. giant like fire stream shooting out of it into the sky, oh. turning the sky to fire. Okay, so maybe we did get because mine. I ended it, and then the whole tree was just burning to the ground, and then like. When I was going back to do stuff, uh, I almost didn't want to share screenshots of it when I was doing it, just because like when I'm running back to those areas where I'm exploring, like just because I had so much fun running around, mm-hmm. uh, like you could just see the whole map is kind of like, like a red tinge to it or a red tint to it because um, wow. of the, the big flaming tree. Um, but mine was just on fire; it didn't explode necessarily. No, mine, mine was. <laughs> I messed <laughs> up. I don't know how I got, I got the worst possible <laughs> ending, but I did. Uh, but it was great, um, and I'm looking forward to playing that DLC. And I think, I think that's going to do it for yeah. this week's episode of the Sandbox Gamers. Thanks for joining us, guys. Now, usually at this point, I would say, hey, don't turn off the podcast yet because I got stuff to tell you about the Geek So To Speak Network. Well, let me tell you, like, uh, like the leaves falling off of a tree in a cold winter <laughs> things just keep dying at geek so to speak uh we were we did have a podcast named geek so to speak and then we expanded into a network and then one by one those shows stopped including geek so to speak and now geek so to speak is just not a thing anymore um not that it really matters but if you hear me like for example on the uh, the videos on the YouTube page, because there's a series of stray videos that are coming out. I think there might be a couple more left. Uh, you'll hear me say, check out the Geek So To Speak podcast network. Well, keep in mind, I recorded that like five weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> so you, what I'm what I'm thinking it's going to be, the Geek So To Speak podcast network isn't a thing, but we'll call it the network of friends because Vactor, our very own Vactor, does several podcasts, including the comic book Kaiju which is your source weekly for everything comic book news. And check out the comic book Kaiju on TikTok. I think it's under, is it comic book Kaiju on TikTok or is it Vactor loves comic books? You have to on, actually, you take over yeah, this part. On, you say, it's the Vactor me. network, basically. Yeah, we might as well <laughs> yeah. call it the Vactor podcast network. <laughs> yeah. On TikTok, um, it's Vactor loves comics. And then on everything else, it's CBK Comic Book Kaiju Pod. CBK Pod. Okay. Well, let me shout out Vactor real quick on his work on this because every day this guy, I don't know how, where he's finding the time, but he's coming out with little videos. And I, and I use little in the nicest term, but little infor, in, informational videos on anything and everything comic book. For example... He just did one on The Violator, which you might know better as Clown from Spawn, because that's how I knew him. But now I realized, oh, yeah, it is The Violator. Uh, Spider-Man, She-Hulk, you name it. He's talking about it on these little videos. So follow him on TikTok and check out the Comic Book Kaiju podcast, which comes out weekly. 
and had Thomas Healy on it recently, which is the editor in chief of the Spawn comic books. Or is it all Image? Uh, Spawn. Or just, just Spawn. Actually, okay. you know what? I didn't. I mean, I guess I I knew this, but he kind of clarified it for me. Uh, nobody works for Image. Everybody's an independent contractor. Like um, all oh, really? of the writers and artists for Image because they're all creator owned. So like Savage Dragon is just an independent contractor. Yeah. So they don't work for Image. They work for their own kind of imprints and. It's just a publisher. So he just works for Todd McFarlane uh, and for Spawn. Wow. I know somebody who knows somebody who knows Todd McFarlane. Ooh. I'm sort of loose friends with Thomas Healy, mostly on like Twitter and Instagram. Uh, yeah, nice guy. He's a, he's a great guy. Uh, he actually used to work at the local comic book shops when they were Atomic Comics and also Samurai Comics. And then, um, and I, my mind just went blank for a second. Um, oh, Todd McFarlane. So I actually had a run-in with Todd McFarlane in a movie theater where he sat next to me. But I didn't say anything to him. Oh, Ooh. boy. Missed opportunity. Well, I'd like to point out that on, on the most recent episode of the Comic Book Kaiju, where Factor was interviewing Thomas Healy, I believe he said something at the top. The best guest this podcast has ever had. I guess in that moment, <laughs> Factor forgot <laughs> that I had been on the podcast previously. <laughs> but you know what? He was starstruck. And I'm not going to fault him for that. It was exciting. Uh, but check that out. And then Treknological, a Star Trek shakedown, which is a Star Trek-themed podcast, is also on the Vector Podcast Network. Uh, have you guys come back yet? You guys were on a hiatus because your, your co-host uh, with the second most, Shaw, uh, was moving. Are yeah, you- not, not yet due to uh, my wife's birthday this week because we actually would have been recording on her birthday. But because of that, we're going to take a one week and we're going to move it back one week and we will come back next week. And what are you talking about when you come back? So uh, the animated show that is, well, actually there's two animated shows, but the main show is called Lower Decks and it's by one of the, one of the guys behind Rick and Morty, uh, who is not Justin Roiland and uh, <laughs> not Dan Harmon, but one uh, of the other he, guy. Yeah. He is the creator of Lower Decks and that show is very funny. So season three of Lower Decks is coming back, so we're going to be talking about that. Nice. And I know this is a video game podcast, but I'm going to divert the conversation just very quickly because we're wrapping up the Star Trek. Did I or did I not read that they are bringing the Lower Decks characters into live action by the same by their voice actors? I haven't seen anything about that, I, but I could definitely see that. Um, all of those voice actors, like the main guy is in The Boys. He plays Huey in The Boys. Um all of those voice actors are great. Um, Lower Decks is a very good show. It says, on July 23rd, it was announced that Star Trek Lower Decks will be crossing over from animation to live action um, with Star Trek Strange New World. Ooh, I thought, did I, did I dream that? Was that in a fever dream? But no, I saw it. Ha ha, I have one up on the Star Trek that podcast. Well, not a lot of people know that I am a wealth of Star Trek facts. And I know every Waiting. little fact. For you to, to finish Next Generation. So I'm working on it. it. I'm working on it. We're getting there. Uh, so check out those shows and check out the Sandbox Gamers. Leave a review on all of them, why don't you? Um, for all of our social media links, you can go to our show notes or just go linktree forward slash 
uh, the Sandbox Gamers. Sorry, I had it in front of me and then I lost it. Linktree forward slash the Sandbox Gamers for all our social media links. You can also find it in the show notes. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week with more video game goodness. GG, everybody. GG. GG.